Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In last episode, we began the story of Lisa McVeigh. Lisa is a survivor who went through absolute hell. And in part one, we discussed everything she went through up until the point that she got away. And now, in part two, we're going to cover everything that happened as far as investigation and where she's at now. My name's Ben. And I'm Nicole. And you're listening to Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast. Warning. The following podcast contains graphic content and material intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion. Before anything happens, I want to say, make sure you listen to part one before part two. Mm-hmm. This is quite the episode. Part one's a little tough to get through, but who? Oh boy, we're all on the edge of our seats now. Yeah, yeah it's worth it in this episode because yeah, that's all I can really say without giving shit away. It's worth it. It's worth the wait, and it's worth actually listening to this and seeing what happens as a result. Okay, well, I'm gonna trust you. Are you? Mm-hmm. Um, we're both drinking water. We are. <laughs> Cheer- What's with us? Water cheers. Well, I know me. I, I drank a little too much the other night and I'm a little uh, bit on the rehydration schedule. <laughs> I yeah. need some more water intake right now. Yeah, you did actually, didn't you? Yeah. You, you had a good old time. I, a smashing time. It was fantastic. <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know how many you had. I had one yesterday or whatever. All over the course of the day, I had, I think like three beer and two whiskey. Yeah, but not a lot. I'm not well, young and spry anymore. Depends. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not young and spry, so it. I feel it. Let's I'm just actually, say that I'm trying. Okay, this sounds way worse than it is, but like I'm trying to have because I if I have a drink in a day, like lots of times it's just one. Yeah. So I'm trying to have days where like you don't have a drink. Yeah. But that's, that's smart. it. Sounds it sounds way worse than it actually is because someone had said that they had gone to the doctor or whatever and they ask you like how many how many drinks do you have like a week or do you drink every day yeah and like it's a yes or no even if you just have one fucking drink a day you have to say yes but like there's such a difference between one and like 10 yeah like a glass of wine with dinner is not not generally bad but when you look at it as a health perspective i mean maybe it doesn't make that much of a difference i mean sure it makes a difference but yeah one a day is like eh, you know maybe you should figure out some other alternatives at times. Yeah. So. And I think I already would have been able to answer no to that question, but just making sure now. I would say I probably have a drink a day, uh, five out of seven days a week. Okay. That's probably me. Yeah. yeah like a Monday to Friday, but it's not consistent like that. But like, yeah, you know, I and think I that's think where I'd lay. I'd probably be three or four. Yeah. You're less than me. 
times a week. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we so. do like having a, a drink, especially like when we're making dinner. Yeah. We're making dinner together, pour a glass of wine or something. Yeah. Or I podcasting, love, I love open wine. a beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, now we're regretting our decision of drinking water. So let's carry on here. No, I'm loving the water today. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> it's like elixir of life right now. Trust me. Awesome. <laughs> um, so are you ready to continue part two for Lisa McVeigh? I sure am. Yeah. Because. It better be worth it. Like you say. Like I say, redemption <laughs> is pretty much where we're at here because, oh my God. So I, I do want to say, I think people like these survivor stories too, because mm -hmm. looking at our analytics, anytime we do a survivor story, there is a little uptick and, yeah. uh, well, it's kind of awesome. It is. It's really nice and refreshing, especially amongst all these like murders, kidnapped, yeah. missing people. It's nice when you actually get to hear someone who managed to escape. Yeah. Well, cause mostly the, the ends are just like shit, right? Like it's just generally shit, but yeah. this, I mean the whole her whole story has been really shitty, but there's like that light at the end of the tunnel, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. well, let's go over that light at the end of the tunnel, shall we? Do it. Okay. Well, we oh, I was like, we have some patrons to thank too. Oh, right. We have patrons to thank. I almost wow. Patrons. Way I'm, to do your job. I'm so anxious to tell you about Lisa. <laughs> I forgot all about our patrons. I'm sorry, guys. My bad. I got to pull up the list now. Where is it? I'm surprised that, you know, I'm actually telling you something here. Look at me go. You're on the ball. Good job. I'm on fire tonight. So our patrons that signed up this past week, we have Thomas Andres and Spirit. So they're joining us over on Patreon, getting behind the scenes content. Um, lots of chicken content lately because of our chickens. <laughs> A lot, the last photo you posted was not about chickens. No, it wasn't. But, but there's there's still some chicken content in there. But I think we're moving on from chickens now. Finally. I think we're moving on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're still awesome, but we're, they're not all consuming anymore. Yeah. I think what we should do is uh, start out like a little poll on some suggestions and do another Patreon episode coming up here. Maybe uh, sometime like the end of September or something. Mm. Maybe we'll throw a poll up here soon and give lots of time to like have comments and then voting and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's fun having votes over there. Like I it enjoy is. that. And it's uh, kind of, a lot of times it brings to light some cases that we would never even have heard of or mm -hmm. run across because, hey, you guys are out there. You have different pairs of eyes and seeing different stuff than us. So Well, and they're the real true crime fans. Oh, you guys are intense out there. Would <laughs> <laughs> You put us to shame, I swear. <laughs> uh, anyways, so you're ready for this. Let's get on with Lisa's story. Let's do it. Okay, so I'm going to do a little last, last episode where we left off sort of thing. Okay, okay thank you. Because sometimes just a week ago feels like literally forever ago to me. Yeah. So no, I, I need that. It makes sense. And it just a little recap to refresh your memory is always good. So last we did leave off, Lisa had endured basically the worst mm -hmm. growing up in foster care. And eventually she was re reunited with her biological mother. I think it was about the age of seven. However, that didn't go so well for her as her mother was a drug addict. And Lisa would be left to fend for herself at times for not even days, but weeks and months at a time even. And eventually, even before she was a teenager, she was homeless living on the streets. So this too would eventually end at the age of 13 when she would move in with her grandma. Now here, her life didn't get any better as her grandma's boyfriend started sexually assaulting her at gunpoint at the age of 13. So Lisa, now being 17, was being assaulted by this man each and every day. And she was oh. planning to commit suicide as a result of her life so far. But that's when she was kidnapped and blindfolded by a strange man. And Lisa realized that she not only wanted to live, but she wanted to make something with her life. 
So during her ordeal, she was sexually assaulted by the stranger over the course of 26 hours, during which Lisa left behind fingerprints, counted steps, peeked underneath the blindfold to try and get any sort of description of anything she could, like the green carpet lining the apartment mm -hmm. building. Um, she did anything she could. She even felt for the man's face while being assaulted to try and be able to describe him in any way, shape, or form and build up as much evidence as she could during her encounter. The man, after seeing a TV report and finding out that Lisa was a minor, decided to let her go. Um, but she didn't receive a very warm welcome when she was home as her grandma and her boyfriend didn't believe her story, but still did reluctantly take her to police where she reported the incident. And that brings us right up to where we left off. Jeez, what a life, eh? That, <laughs> like, that in itself is just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm really hoping that it takes a turn for the better here because that is a hard life. It takes a turn for the better. I'll okay. tell you that. But okay. I'm not trying to, I don't want to give away any details. Yeah. You know? Nope. Nope. We, we want to listen and hear all the, all the goodness. All now. the goodness. Yeah. Okay. Well, it would be a few days after living through and surviving the abduction that Lisa was walking down the street when she walked past a TV in a window. So there's a TV in a little shop window sort of mm -hmm. thing. She's going by and a news report caught her corner of her eye. She's going by and it stopped her right in her tracks. So the TV report was reporting on a serial killer that was operating in the area. The man was confirmed to be responsible for several killings of women. And the description that they gave in the broadcast sent shivers down Lisa's spine. Are you serious? She knew immediately that the reporter was talking about the same man oh, that abducted her. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why, but I kind of didn't expect I, – I actually really don't know why, but I didn't think this person had done this to other people because I guess I was just thinking he had kind of had like a hate on for women mm -hmm. or women – Ugh, I can't even talk tonight. Um, but that it was just kind of a new thing and he was exploring that. No. Nope. For lack of better words. This was ongoing. Holy. He was at this point a serial a killer. serial killer. I did not expect that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I don't think Lisa really expected this either. She was shocked to her core when she found this out. Yeah. And she immediately contacted the FBI. Uh, and reported the connection, and she would actually recount the whole ordeal that she lived through to the investigators. Now, the same investigator that she spoke to previously when mm -hmm. she initially reported it, uh, investigator Larry Pinkerton, um, asked if uh, she'd be willing to submit to being hypnotized for the investigation. So the idea is this, is that their hopes are trying to jog her memory for any details or some mm -hmm. subconscious information or things that she might have forgotten. Uh, any sort of information that might prove helpful for the investigation kind of hopes to resurface it. And that's the idea and why they wanted to do this. And Lisa didn't hesitate. She oh, okay. agreed right away. Good for her. Yeah. However, she's a minor. Oh, so she needed to get consent. She needed guardian consent. Ugh. And her grandma's boyfriend... Didn't want that? Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he uh, was at the time posing as her father and refused to Ugh. grant any sort of permission. And I'm pretty sure you can guess why he What refused. a piece of shit that guy is. Wow. Yeah. 
So why why do you think he'd refuse? Because he's a fucking disgusting piece of shit. Because he's, yeah, a piece of shit old man, I think is how I described yeah. him last episode. And so, so never, okay, when she was kind of going and confessing everything, I actually did expect that it would come up to about this, this grandma's boyfriend, but she never divulged nope. that information. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nope. Huh. Yeah. So the investigator, Larry Pinkerton, uh, was a bit taken aback when he's like, when the piece of shit old man said, well, no. Yeah. So he's kind of like confused and he started talking to Lisa about oh, this. Oh, he's going to get it out of her. Yeah. yeah. He's asking about her alleged father, how their relationship was, and if he was in fact her actual father. And it was during this conversation that Lisa would, for the first time to anyone, reveal the horrible truth that this piece of shit old man and what he had been doing to her for the past four years. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So the man after the conversation with Lisa was quickly questioned and apprehended for what he did to Lisa. Mm -hmm. And shortly after arrested, being arrested, he passed away while in custody. Really? I searched high and low on the internet for how, why, what happened, how he died, nothing. How many days after being held in custody, couldn't find an inch. All I could find is that he passed away shortly after while still in custody. So he okay. never received a trial. He never received punishment for his horrendous actions and what he did to Lisa. Unless, I mean, you, if someone murdered him, say then that's kind of like technically receiving punishment, I suppose. I'm Not some, legally punished. Some could argue that, yes, for sure. But uh, yeah, that's interesting that we don't know, hey? I don't, yeah, I couldn't find. I The closest I found was a Reddit thread where people were discussing what happened and everyone's like, I've watched documentaries, like constantly searched hours and hours and hours on the internet and I found nothing. And all anyone could um, agree on was that he passed away mm -hmm. in custody shortly after. Well, they might be keeping it a secret for a reason. That's true. Right? Yeah. But at least like we know that he's never going to be doing this to anyone else. Which is good. Super good because they're, I was kind of worried that he might not get much of a sentence or something or like be able to weasel his way out of something. Well, right? I mean, I, I personally do think he weaseled his way out of quite a bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because say he just died of natural causes. Yeah. He received no punishment. Mm-hmm. But say like he went through the trial or whatever and only got like five years like that. Would, and then there's a potential he could be doing that to someone else. But at least he could have rotted for five years and then died of natural causes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's no. I'm going to I'm going to beg to like my my gut feeling is that it wasn't natural causes. It's potential. I mean, maybe he even had a heart attack due to the stress of being investigated. I don't know. Right. I don't know who even knows how old he was, I guess. Like he could have been pretty old. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I disgusting. believe I believe he was probably around the age of 60, if I'm not mistaken, because I think when he when Lisa first moved in, he was around 56, I believe. So he's probably about 60 when he okay. passed away. And I couldn't find his name either. Well, I think someone probably took care of him in prison. That's my guess. Well, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, so Lisa was at this point in time removed from her grandma's home. Uh, and she was placed under care of a home for runaway teens. Now, it would only be a few days later that the FBI would show up here and visit Lisa. And in their hands, they held a stack of six photographs. 
Okay, sorry. Can you just say that one more time really quick? Where did they take her? Uh, to a like a runaway home facility. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was caught up in the fact that like the grandma should get punished too, in my opinion, but we'll, we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, so they had six photographs in hand when they visited Lisa. Okay. Uh, each, of course, being a photo of a man who was a suspect in the serial killer case. And they also suspected of being, of course, Lisa's kidnapper. So they sat down with Lisa and showed each photo to her, even though they didn't need to show her each, each photo. The moment she saw the first picture on top of that pile, she recognized him right away. How? She never got a full look at his face. Yeah. I want to say that the entire time she was blindfolded. She never got a good look at his face, but because of her actions during the time she was captured, she was able to peek under the blindfold, get some glimpses of pieces of his face, like maybe his chin or hair or something, little right. things, right? And combined with the fact that she managed to feel his face a bit while being assaulted, she knew exactly what to look for. And I have a quote from her right here. Quote, I had no doubt in my mind the very first picture I chose was him because he had a pockmarked face, he had a short, clean mustache, small ears, round face. I knew it was him and I told them to stop wasting time and go get him. Oh my gosh. To be that confident and never have like actually seen a full glimpse of his entire face is really impressive. Right? To be able to discern that from the middle of an assault yeah. And as horrible as I think this is to say, she grew up for the last four years being assaulted. I think her being able to be numb in those situations is oh. what say what helped her yeah. being able to do that. Well, yeah, because she was also able to be so observant during really like that time period that she was with this yep. disgusting man. So that is, I'm like, wow, I'm yeah. beyond impressed. Flabbergasted is how I would just describe yeah. myself because holy yeah. shit. Uh, so the man that she pointed to, the photos laying there on the table, uh, and of course the man she identified was a man by the name of Robert Joseph Long, or as most of his friends called him, Bobby. Now, he's certainly not my friend, so I'm going to be referring to him as Robert. Fucking Bobby. <laughs> Robert. Fucking Robert. Yeah. So Robert was born on October 14th, 1953, and Robert was born with an extra X chromosome, also known as 47XXY. Now, this meant that for a boy such as Robert, he had excessive estrogen production in his system, which gave him some more feminine traits, uh, predominantly uh, breast development. So as a result, when he was young, he would uh, be teased quite a bit. And in his adolescent years, he went and undergone uh, breast reduction surgery. Oh, okay. So Robert is reported to also have suffered from multiple head injuries as a child and mix that in with a relationship uh, with his mother that is described as, quote, dysfunctional uh, due to sleeping in her bed with her while well into his teens and resenting her for bringing home any men late at night. It left Robert with some very interesting character traits. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, kind of like typical serial killer in the making-ish. I mean, yeah. Sometimes people's upbringing is that. That's true. But it seems like, I don't know, it's a very unique situation like this. Uh, there's, of course, some parental issues you see with a lot of murderers, mm -hmm. a lot of uh, serial killers, a lot of people like this. But this situation, I don't think he was raised horribly. I mean, he was teased. 
he had this um, extra estrogen in his system, which gave him that reason or to to have a target on him, I guess. Um, But then I think he was just like very, I mean, he, like he said, like you said, he had issues against women. And I think that might tie in with his mom here. Though yeah. it wasn't like he was raised horribly, but I don't know. It I could almost be misreading seems like it. he could have um, potentially also taken longer than some kids to grow up too. Like, like to be, how do you even word that? Do you know what I mean? To, he was like acted young for longer than most people would. It's possible, I think. Yeah. Because of actually um, like sleeping with his yeah. mom in the bed sort of thing. Because he got, it almost sounds like he needed that comfort, right? Yeah. He's got mommy issues is what we're saying. He's got mommy issues, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Robert would marry his high school girlfriend, though, in 1974. And together, they had two children before she would file for divorce in 1980. Oh, he has children? Yes. Wow. And that filed for divorce would be that uh, reference to the relationship that he made when Lise was questioning why. Oh, are the Do you know if the kids were girls or boys? I did not look up... Uh, his children. Well, yeah, I decided no. to. They need to stay safe. Yeah. Even if I did find their information, I wanted to leave them out of this. It's not their story, their yeah. battle. They, I'm sure they want to cut ties with uh, who their father was That's as well. That's brutal. Yeah. So at this time now, though, Robert seemed to be on a killing and sexual assault spree. Thankfully, though, due to Lisa and her ridiculously incredible whereabouts to take details, Robert Long was found and arrested outside a movie theater on November 16th, 1984, only 12 days after he abducted Lisa. Oh, yes. Yeah. He picked up the wrong person that night, hey? Yep. He was charged with sexual battery and kidnapping of Lisa McVeigh. However. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. In the short 12 days since Lisa, Robert had been found to struck two more times and killed two more women. Holy shit. Yeah, in those 12 days, he kidnapped, wow. sexually assaulted and murdered two more times. Holy shit. Wow, he really was on a rampage there, hey? Yeah. And I think at this point, it was just escalating. Oh, my gosh. So thank goodness for her because, like, how she's saving lives. Oh, you bet. Because he would have, like, gosh. Yeah. How many would he have just kept killing? Who knows? 
Okay. I assume he would have just kept going until being caught. Yeah. I don't even understand how people have time for this shit. <laughs> like, not to be like, I mean, that sounds so weird, but like, like Ain't don't, nobody got time don't for that. Don't work and shit. Like, I just don't understand how people are like, where's he getting money and stuff? And how does he have time? I think that's just me. Sorry. I, I have a lack of time these days. So. <laughs> Fair. Sorry, I'll pay attention here. Well, I mean, be, being a business owner is much different than working a nine to five too, right? I guess. You're not. working like 12 plus hours a day. You punch in the clock eight hours. Maybe he's only working seven or six hours a day. Who yeah. knows? And then after that, he doesn't have a family he's going home to now. It's just him. Mm, that's true. I mean, I'm just saying like, not that I'm a fucking monster, but like I wouldn't have time for this. No. Well, maybe he just went to work, went home, threw in a TV dinner in the microwave, Ate it, put on his boots, and went out for this disgusting shit. Oh, gosh. Okay. So after he was arrested, he signed a formal Miranda Wright waiver. Um, basically saying that, yeah, he is waving away all his Miranda rights, like the presence of a lawyer, for example. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, and he consented to questioning with the authorities. So it didn't take long before they managed to actually procure a confession for his actions against Lisa. So he did confess. Okay, he was ready. Yeah. But from there, the questioning turned to a series, of course, the series we already know, mm -hmm. of unsolved sexual battery and homicides in the Tampa Bay area. So the very same ones that were reported on TV, the very same ones that Lisa saw, and the very same ones that got her to tie him together in all of this. But when he was asked about these, he simply responded by saying, quote, I'd rather not answer that. I'd rather not answer that. Ooh. Yeah. So the detectives in the room, you know, they're pushing, they're continuing mm -hmm. the interrogation and they left the room. They decided to grab a stack of photos. The photos were various murder victims that he was suspected to be involved with. Now his demeanor quickly changed. And then he stated, the complexion of these things sure have changed since you came back into the room. I think I need an attorney. Oh, geez. Had had these people's bodies been found? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. So like the photos might have been like of, of, of the, the victims. Of the deceased bodies. Of the deceased victims potentially, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, however, he may have been asking for an attorney now. He already, uh, already signed the waiver. Oh. Which meant no attorney was provided. Hmm. Yeah. And Robert eventually confessed to eight murders in Hillsborough County and one murder in Pasco County. Wow. So nine murders. Lisa played a key role in having Robert Long caught, but fibers found with each victim would be the evidence and that the investigators would use to tie Robert's car to each victim. Oh. Okay. So fibers from his car were found on each one of the victims, which was the evidence they needed. That was the nail in the coffin. Lisa was the one who identified him. Right. Then the evidence was the final seal. He really didn't, by the sounds of it, do much to cover things up. No. So his list of confirmed victims is as follows. Artis Ann Wick, 20 years old, was killed on March 27th, 1984. Wynne the Long. 19, was killed on May 13th, 1984. Michelle Denise Sims was 22 and killed on May 27th, 1984. Linda Nuttall was 33 and she was assaulted on May 1984 and survived. Elizabeth Loudenbach 
was 22 and killed on June 8, 1984. Vicki Marie Elliott was 21 and killed on September 7, 1984. Chanel Duvin Williams was 18, killed on October 7, 1984. Karen Beth Disenfriend was 28, killed on October 14, 1984. Kimberly Kyle Hops was 22, killed on October 31, 1984. Lisa McVeigh was 17, assaulted and raped on November 3, 1984, and survived. Virginia Lee Johnson was 18 and killed on November 6, 1984. Kimberly Marie Swan was 21 and killed on November 11, 1984. In the span of 229 days, Bobby Long assaulted 12 women and killed 10 of them, which he would later confess to his roles in all of them. Wow. And they're all so young, hey? You bet. I have no idea how it doesn't actually really. Okay, the fact that he was actually like a serial killer, it is almost amazing to me that Lisa did get away in the way that she got away. Yeah. Because a few on that list were 18 years old. So the, I'm surprised he gave a shit. The woman who was assaulted and killed three days after Lisa was 18. Yeah. So that, I don't know. That doesn't that seem a little bit bizarre? It does. That she got away? Now, he did specifically tell her, though, it was due to his fa- her father, her alleged father, that she made up the story. Right, of, who was sick. Yes. That's what Robert told her. So my assumption was it was due to the fact that she's a minor. That was never reported. That's mm-hmm. my discernment. Okay, but so. still, I mean, obviously this guy has zero heart. So I'm also surprised at a story like that. Like, I'm just surprised that he would have given any shits. Yeah, that's that's fair. But uh, but he did for whatever reason, Um, which is amazing for Lisa. And it was the one person he probably like the one person who's going to get him caught. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. 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 And he probably was like, oh, like she's too young, like has no idea. Like this is not going to get me caught just arrogant right probably it was probably just arrogance yeah but i also don't think he was trying really all that hard to cover his tracks either touche so i think he knew he was going to get caught i think it was just a matter of when he confessed right away to lisa and then he confessed to the other ones too it's not like like he didn't try that hard he didn't sit here in court say no it was not me that's true um, it would actually be september 23rd 1985 that robert pled guilty to his crimes he pled guilty in court. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like this story. I'm my. I'm thinking about so many things of this story. They're they're kind of catching me off guard for some reason. Well, it's understandable. There's yeah. a lot to take in with this. Yeah, it's just bizarre. This is. I mean, it's brutal. Yeah. But guilty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so officially, he pled guilty to his crimes against Lisa and to an additional eight counts of first-degree murder, eight counts of kidnapping, and seven counts of sexual battery. He received a life sentence on every account in Hillsbury County. Additionally, he received two death sentence penalties for the murder of Michelle Denise Sims and Virginia Johnson. Oh, wow. Okay. In 2019, Robert Long saw the death penalty. Holy shit. Okay, I was going to be like, okay, so he's still alive, right? No, he he saw the death penalty. Wow. But I mean, he sat on death row for a long time. For a long time. Y- y- yeah, pretty much like my entire life. So 2019, so just like three years ago. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so he was killed via lethal injection. Okay. So during the day he was serving out his sentence, his final day, Linda Nuttall and Lisa McVeigh, who were his only surviving victims, attended. Lisa sat front row and center to witness Bobby Long's final moments, and she wore a t-shirt that read, quote, long overdue. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Okay, that alone is badass as fuck. Isn't it? She wore this fucking shirt long overdue as she watched Bobby Long take his last oh. fucking breath. Long overdue. Wow. Yeah. So she's also like creative as like that's smart and just like to think of that and just be like, fuck you one last time kind of thing. Right. Wow. And Lisa is a badass in every single fucking sense of the word mm -hmm. because listen to what she had to say in an interview later, Lisa would say this about that day, quote, when Robert Joe Long was put to death, it wasn't so much about closure because I forgave him a long time ago for what he did to me. And when you forgive someone, you find closure. Mm. My thing with him is that justice was served on the day he was arrested, when he was no longer on the streets and couldn't hurt anyone any longer. And justice was complete on the day he took his last breath. Hmm. Wow, what an amazing human. Yeah, she's sitting here saying it's not about me. It's about everyone else he could fucking hurt. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Well, and the fact that someone could do you so wrong and that you forgive them is... Wow, it's amazing. Yeah, she like that's honestly an inspiration in yeah. itself, let alone everything else she's done. Yeah, and that just makes it sa her sound so powerful too. It does, which she is. Yeah, she really is, but it's just it's mind blowing. That is awesome. Long overdue. I want a shirt that says that. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so if what she had done here wasn't enough, Lisa would keep her promise to herself and go on to make something of her life. Okay. So she moved in with a loving aunt and uncle who took good care of her at this time. Oh, yes. She began working odds and ends jobs before eventually signing up for the police academy in 2004. She would later graduate and then she would join the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, the very same department that arrested Robert Long years before. Really? Yes. And it was here she began specializing in sex crimes. And to this day, she remains serving as the department or at, in the department as the master deputy. Wow. Right? My jaw is like on the ground. What a fucking badass. No shit. I am so impressed with this woman. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I almost like want to be her. Like, she's amazing. She is. Like, that is a hero. Yeah. I, I can't say anything else other than agree with you. Yes, she is. Wow. Huh. Yeah. So that is the story of Lisa McVeigh. A little bit of a shorter end on this second part, but oh my God, is it worth it? No Because kidding. the fucking redemption. You really weren't lying. Yeah. Like, holy. Like, this was so worth it. <laughs> I'm just, my head just feels like it's like in the clouds right now. Like, I, I feel proud for her. Yeah. I feel happy for her. Like, I've, I've been happy for people in this podcast. I've been just like, fuck yeah, you do you. I don't know if I've ever felt pride in someone else during talking an episode, yeah. which I feel this right now. Well, the fact that she made such a 
difference at a young age by stopping this guy. And now she's just continuing to use her experience and everything for like the better good. Like, yeah. Well, can you wow. imagine the fact on, say there's another young girl out there who gets sexually assaulted and she's at the police station. Okay. Mm -hmm. And generally what is a police force made up of? Typically males, mm -hmm. large percent is males. Yeah. So you go to the, the office, you're being interrogated in a room by males older than you, authority figures who could overpower you on a whim. Yeah. Just like probably your predator. And instead, Lisa shows up who says, I was in your shoes. They did that to me. Let me help you. Um, oh, gosh, you gave me goosebumps. Right? Holy, holy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I could ball my face off now. What are you doing? I'm just telling Lisa's fucking story. She's oh, incredible. That's so good. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Are you good? I don't know. Your eyes are super watery. <laughs> They're so watery. Cause that really caught me off guard. That was like a really awesome visual to have. I mean, okay, not that anyone is getting like sexually assaulted, but just the good that she is going to continue to do and the difference that she can be making in this world and stuff is, yeah. is awesome. Mm -hmm. So Lisa McVeigh is our badass of the day, both last week mm -hmm. and this week. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to her. She's absolutely incredible. And we hope that we, we did her story justice. No shit. And I hope that she's still wearing that shirt. Yeah. I imagine she at least still has it somewhere. Yeah. That is a that is a powerful shirt. But you know what? I also can't blame her if she throws it out though. That's too. true. Burn it. Yeah. It's throw it behind you. That chapter's behind you. Yeah. 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 Wow. Mm. Okay. Well done. Thank as you. As always. <laughs> as always. As always. Yeah. Well, I uh I was looking up some other episodes uh today and I found a couple interesting ones specifically actually related to Canada. So we might have some Canadian ones oh, coming down well, the pipe. Oh, well, the two that I'm working on forever, sorry, are both Canadian. <laughs> both Canadian? Two as well, yeah. We should actually talk a little bit about why you're not doing a lot of episodes. We've talked to like some patrons and people who've messaged us and questioned it. Uh, the, basically, the reason is because now Nicole, through the summer doing photography, is really focused on her business. Mm -hmm. uh, and me now doing my business full time, taking care of the back end of the podcast is kind of part of my business. Yeah. So I am taking on a little bit more while Nicole for the summer is stepping back slightly. And I, the intention was that I would still be doing some episodes, but this, this, this is my busiest summer yet, like yeah. my busiest year yet. And it's a bit overwhelming. And so, yeah, I will be having, I will be doing episodes. Yeah. Um, still, it's, it's just, just a matter of having your business calm down. Cause being a photographer, it's wedding season. Mm -hmm. And so that's all you're doing is just shooting weddings, editing weddings. And the time for research is just not quite there for you. Well, yeah. And then so. we're also, we've been adding um, education to my plate too. Yeah. That potential. So yeah, there's just growing my, my business and yeah, yeah, but it's good. It's good. I it actually, I feel like I might've needed that break in a sense too, because now I've like I almost, okay, because we, I used to be a super true crime fan, right? Yeah. And I found when I was researching and stuff, like it was all consuming and I never really consumed true crime for like fun anymore. Um, but now I have that urge to, to, to consume it again, which is nice. So you reignited that spark. Yeah, I think so. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, that's a good thing. It's a really good thing. Yeah. So just basically, if you're wondering why Nicole's not doing episodes, it's just she's a little busy. So I'm doing a little bit more and she's coming back. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You will always probably be doing a few more than me, but yeah, I will yeah. still be doing them in the future for sure. Yeah. So it's, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we go from here? I think that that's a wrap. I think that's probably a wrap. Um, if you guys want to go check out all of our links, they're down below. You want to give us a review? That makes a big difference on the show. We really appreciate that. You want to go be a patron? Links down there. You can join up. We appreciate you being here, there, you name it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're awesome. You You're are wicked. awesome. And not grim. You're just wicked. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you enjoyed Lisa's story today. Yeah, that was a gooder. Yeah, it was. We I'm needed that. Really happy to research that one. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later. And until then. Stay wicked. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.